Rocky Mountain High. I'm in Burbank. <laughs> Rocky Mountain High. Path Girl, I'm looking at the I'm look looking at the mountains. Don't jump, Boogie. You have so much to live. Oh wait, no, you don't. Never mind. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this parking structure is actually just high enough that I'm like. I'd probably live with broken everything if I jumped off Aww, it. Oh, yeah, it's not worth it. Then. Not worth it. Not worth it. Not into the pain. I am on the top <laughs> of the five-story uh, parking complex. It is a beautiful view, though. I am looking at the mountains, mm-hmm. and it's pretty. If we can just get enough signal to record a show, I'd be super happy. How are you, Path Girl? I'm doing peachy keen. I'm on... Top of the world, looking down on creation. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's what popped in my head when you said I'm on top. <laughs> Are you high? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. Uh, I wish. You know. I'm just going to hope for the best. The perverted podcast listeners are just going to have to roll with it because that's what guerrilla podcasting is. Let's give it a cool name if we're going to suck. It's called guerrilla podcasting, and that's where you just go somewhere, man, and you set up shit, and you do a podcast, and that's what we're doing now. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised, and if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Hello and welcome to a sunny, glorious view, perverted podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the ever-crumbling human mind. (laughs) Recording on Zencaster, tickling that special place between your ears, I'm Path Girl. And I am Count Boogie, and goddammit, Path Girl, I would like to hear some good kinky news from you. You said that you had some play this weekend would you tell us just get off the bat let's get kinky right into it (laughs) yes um actually i need to stop squirming in my chair because my very bruised butt is yelling at me right now this chair is not very giving (laughs) that is wonderful dirty dirty chair yes so this past weekend i went to a play party with my kinky tribe unfortunately donis was not able to attend because of his work schedule but i got to do a wonderful scene in the cross with doc i actually started off the night you know kind of like all the bottoms he plays with kind of rotate around in like first spot second spot so i sometimes go in the middle um so i started up first this time and we started a scene with uh, leather straps, and then went on to my favorite rubber serrated flogger that leaves all these pretty, pretty, pretty marks. Oh, yes. yeah. Uh, then went to a dragon tail, which was extra bitey. Uh, I'm not sure why. Um, and then finished off with a whip. <laughs> uh, the interesting thing about this scene, though, is normally when I go play because of all my medical issues, I normally pre-medicate with some Tylenol, ibuprofen, whatever. And I was about three minutes into the cross and said, oh, I forgot to pre-medicate. So this should be interesting. Oh, wow. So what happened? <laughs> um, um, actually, Doc also used my uh, slapstick. And he did say that my skin was marking up a lot quicker than normal. The, those marks didn't stay except for the dragon tail and the whip marks. But he did say I marked up a lot faster. So I don't know if that made a difference. I did obviously notice pain processing wise that I felt a little more than usual. Uh, but it wasn't anything that wasn't tolerable. It wasn't screaming pain. It was, you know, nice, yummy pain. Um, but uh, I, I just, right. it was very interesting because it was just kind of one of those, huh, okay, this, let's see how this goes. And it went, it went very well, but I uh, got a little spacey for a while. And like I said, have some gorgeous little whip marks on my butt. And it's just my right butt cheek is still just, it, Doc has a habit of digging his knuckles into after where he hits you sometimes. And it's like that deep, deep bruising. <laughs> now is that uh pain or uh pain and then yummy it's pain and then yummy because it's just kind of you know you plop down in the chair you're like ow and I'm like oh yeah that yeah that nice <laughs> so there was no penetrato 
but you got the external uh a lotto. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all sorts of punny shit today. <laughs> That's because you're losing it. <laughs> How can you lose something you never had? This is true. This is true. So what uh, kinky shenanigans have you been up to? Well, I caught two lizards. <laughs> okay. That's not necessarily a metaphor for anything sexual. I just... Uh, when it becomes springtime, I uh, I have to catch, at least we all know who know me, personally know that I have to catch lizards. Uh, and so I went up to a little park uh, on Easter because everything was closed. And it was very nice, except for the humans that apparently are just, people are really angry with their animals. And I saw things that were awful. Like people abusing animals, people getting in fights over it. in like 20 minutes. I'm like, dude, I just want to catch a fucking lizard. Fuck, dude, it's Easter. Chill out. Go eat some fucking matzo or an egg or something. <laughs> Shit, get a chocolate bunny. Have sex with it. I don't know. People were aggro. But I did catch a cute lizard, and that made me happy. But uh, but so it hasn't been a lot of kink. But I did, uh, I will tell the Perverted Podcast listeners, hello, from a voice from the past, which would be Kathy. <gasps> Yay! I went to a munch last night specifically to uh, hang out uh, and have a battle of sarcastic wits because it's like every, uh, I don't know, like every six months we have to just go and like insult each other for like 20 <laughs> minutes straight. And I prod her sexually and talk about how much she wants my dick and how she wants me to do things to her. And then she gets repulsed by me and everyone around laughs. And then she's completely like bored and talks down. To, it's like every six months we have to do it. I literally went to this munch because I called her on Easter to say hi. And she's like, oh, I got to go. Can Are you going to go to the munch tomorrow? And I'm like, well, let us do battle on on the Mar. Oh, whatever that that term is. <laughs> So on Easter Monday, you battled it out. Oh, it was nice. And it was nice to see people. I saw some other people that I hadn't seen in a while. And so it was good to have some uh, some good shenanigans. And, and of course, talking shit with Kathy is, uh, you know, it's just something you got to do. Well, I'm glad you got to see her and catch up with her and, you know, put her in her place or have you have her put you in your place, whatever you guys do. <laughs> yeah, it's usually a stalemate. It's pretty much... A stalemate. We talk shit for 20 minutes. We're disgusted with each other. And then we're like, hey, that was nice. Yeah, good. It was good seeing you. <laughs> I'm glad things are going okay for you. It's a dysfunctional relationship between uh, old mom and dad. Uh, it's just, you know, that's the perverted podcast listeners are, and you, of course, are, are quite used to this. This is true. <laughs> so, uh, and other than that, I uh, I wrote a new hit song. Another mega hit that will be at the end of the show. And, of course, you'll all uh, hear hear my new mega hit song. But uh, other than that, I like the topic we're going to get into. So uh, let's get a doing to that. All right. Suck on my man nipples. You're going to get an earful. Most topics better than sodomizing a werewolf. <laughs> oh, my God, Path Girl. It's, like, been ages since we've talked. <laughs> About 10 seconds, yeah. <laughs> but it was a good dramatic pause of 10 seconds. So uh, this is going to be an interesting topic. I've written about this before. I think we've handled this on the show before. You and I haven't had a chance to have this discussion. And it's something in the lifestyle that you're going to run into. You may do it yourself uh, innocently or um, intentionally. And I got this letter. Because we know, Path Girl, that no women actually ever hit on me on FetLife. It is super, super rare. Yeah, they need to have their head examined if they do, but yes. <laughs> well, this one was probably no different. None special from the other needing of head examinations. But I I did actually get somebody that sent a like flirty, sexy kind of letter. But it had something in it that I had to address. And I'll just read what she wrote, and then you'll probably get what this is about very quickly. Okay. 
So here's here's the letter I get from said said woman on on FetLife. Hi, Daddy. I found you because I'm really fantasizing about age play recently, and then I read this in your bio. I because this is something I wrote, obviously. So be ready to be amazed. <laughs> I like to take girls that like to be taken. I have a plan. I'm not afraid to take control. That was the quote. Obviously, you're all shaking in your knees. Uh, and uh, ready to just start masturbating. Both men, women, I don't give a shit. You're all masturbating because I'm uh, awesome. Uh. And apparently it turned her on. So she said, I literally gasped out loud. Ha ha. I think I'm in love with you, daddy. L-M-A-O. Laughing my ass out loud. So that was my first uh, flirt that I've had in a long time. And of course, I kind of... Path girl... You know what this is about. Yeah, I kind of have You know what idea. this is going to be about. Yeah. And I think some of our longer listeners know what this is going to be out. And I think it's really important to go over the different types of expectations. And, and I wanted to say something to her. I felt I needed to say something to her, not just on my behalf, but on behalf of all the mommies and daddies. And I really struggled because I didn't want to shoot her down. I didn't want to shoot her down and and be like one of those snotty fucking. So I really toiled. I really toiled. I I spent probably an hour thinking what's the best way to respond in a positive way. And I don't know if I did. You tell me what you think. and, And then we'll talk about the topic and I'll say her response. Okay. Hello there. Thank you for taking the time to read my profile of mayhem. Happy face. I'm very happy that you're on a journey to find the little girl that lives in you. Are you new to the lifestyle? Are you a part of any groups or go to classes or parties in real time? And then I said, the, you know, the stuff like it's important to go to classes. And that way, you know, you can get lots of opinions because lots of opinions are really good. And you can make the, you know, all the hopefully positive stuff you say. And then I said, But now I must give you a little scolding for something. I feel it's very important. And many daddies and mommies in this lifestyle who are worth their salt also believe. You are not bad, but you might not be aware of something. So I'm writing this in love. Happy face. I thought I was doing pretty good. Okay. I work very hard at being a real life daddy to my partners and have spent many years facing my character defects and learning better ways to communicate, nurture, and care for the little girls that are under my watch. Unless we have agreed to play, or we have a dynamic that we have developed, I do not want to be called daddy by someone I've never met, or hasn't shown me yet that they have worked on themselves enough to be a valuable little girl to me. To the daddies and mommies who have worked to be good at what they do, it does not feel good to be called something that a little submissive slave We'll call anybody that they don't even know. It cheapens my value and it gives indication that you don't value yourself enough to only call someone daddy who has shown you that they value you. Good mommies and daddies want good boys and girls that have potential value that we can care for and nurture. That is my sermon of the day, LOL. Please know that I only tell you this because I want you to be the best person and find only the bestest daddy or mommy you can. Please feel free to respond and talk further about this if you wish. If not, I wish you all the best in your magical journey. Joy and stuffies, unicorns, blah, 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 boogie. Okay. So now how does that letter make you react? I I tried. I think you covered it pretty full because to me, when I – you sent me the first part of this where it was the, you know, I literally gasped and I think I'm in love with you, daddy. That was just like screeching breaks in my head where it's like, Ooh, no, 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 no. Boogie's not your daddy. He's not earned that place for you. And you have not earned that place. Sure. So, but do you, I mean, do you think I came off as angry or a bad person. Like I, like I was, I I felt I was really trying to say, Hey, I'm not judging you for this. I'm just 
giving you. No, you said it multiple times where, you know, you said, you know, you did say to her, give her a little scolding, but you said it in a daddy kind of way where it wasn't like, hey, you're an idiot or, 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 or saying bad things to her. And then you, you even said that you love and support people and you love to answer questions and welcome people into the community. So it may just be something that she may be brand new to the community, doesn't know that basically you're not. Yeah, exactly. It could just be complete lack of knowledge. Yeah, didn't, um, didn't know. Or it could be maybe even a little bit of sub frenzy where it's like she's just into this lifestyle and is so excited over everything. And, oh, my God, I really like this guy and he's going to be my daddy. And it's like, well, let's kind of pump the brakes on that just a little bit. No, I think you were very polite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So her response after a week was I noticed maybe it was more immediate than I didn't see the response. She blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> not, not not surprised <laughs> which i expected like one of three responses a that she would be like fuck you you're an asshole blah 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 just playing blah 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 blah, blah. kind of like a guy when he gets rejected and the other one would be to say, oh, I didn't think about that. You know, maybe we could have a conversation like we do with a lot of people, like a lot of people had with me when I made mistakes or made assumptions about people and what they owed me or what I should be in their lives before I had even entered their lives. That was the hope. And then the third one was (laughs) if they blocked me, which I thought was actually more funny for this story that, uh, that she she blocked me because uh, she was only interested in getting off, and I failed to get her off. Yeah, that's and so she's like, "Fuck you." That that's pretty much anytime I've had that same interaction in life, it's it's always the same three reactions of either "fuck you," you know, "oh thanks a lot," I really didn't know, or complete block. And it's just it's good though. I, I, people just get butt hurt so easily. I mean, she she could have. Like you said, you're not there to service her. I mean, you you went one step above and beyond like I do, where it's just basically like, look, you may not know this information. I'm more than happy to talk to you. But, you know, just because we met on FET doesn't mean I'm going to jump into any kind of relationship or, you know, talking with you. I mean, I've had guys who are like, you know, hey, you know, I'd be interested in talking with you or maybe hooking up and I'll politely say, sorry, I'm in a committed relationship and I'm not looking for any other play partners or boyfriends right now. And then the response one guy gave me was, well, we're all here in FET. You know, it's all open for play. And I'm like, no, that's not the way FET works. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, it is absolutely okay. It's a public website. If people want to have a fantasy and try to objectify me, that's I that is completely they can do that. It's just whether or not I have to play along because that's not how I work. That's not what I'm looking for. But I mean, I I mean, you know, it's flattering that somebody wants to objectify me and just kind of use me to have a quick fantasy and get off and go away. Um, but they did reach out to me with that fantasy. And just like you, just like me, just like anyone you do have a right to say, that's not how I work. And and they have a right to tell you to go fuck yourself because they're here for a fantasy. Um, so that part doesn't, you know, that doesn't bug me at all. I thought it was fucking hilarious. And personally, for comedic effect, it works better on the show that she blocked me. So, but there are, because there are different types of players out there. There's people looking for real dynamics. There's people looking to learn and have a personal journey. Um, There's people looking for quality play with quality partners. And then there's people that are just here to get off. For the people who are just willing to get off, quite honestly, go to a sex worker. I mean, go to some, a professional who you can call mommy or daddy for an hour, get your kink off, and then you'll be done with it. But if you're going to sit there and send messages out to people thinking that the majority of people, the majority of kinksters who know about the lifestyle are going to respond to that, majority of my friends would have turned around probably not even responded but if they would have responded would have been like like you said i don't work that way yeah and and once again the reason we spend time and try to not be mean is because we understand that without any education on this planet this planet is virtually kink education desolate 
I mean, we, we, we're not going to get into the uh, talking about how hard it is for sex education, for people that actually give a fuck to educate and talk about these ethics and uh, how to proceed and whatever, like nobody knows. So we can only go based on our expectations. And that's why there's such a high percentage of people that come in and they just do it the way they think it is because it's been presented to them that everything in this lifestyle is just come in and everyone is your jack-off toy like a fantasy. And for some people on FetLife, it is that. There are lots of people who put pictures of their genitals up there and, you know, there's bulls and and sluts and they show their stuff and they say, yeah, jerk off, put it on a picture, send it to me. You know, there are a lot of people. So I don't, I don't diss people that come here for that. That is something that is validated by other people's actions. So you can't say that they shouldn't. It just, what we're trying to say is, is that when you approach someone, you can ask, Hey, can I do a role play with you? Yeah. Well, but taking your other part of the conversation one step further, when, you know, when she's sitting there and calling you daddy, daddy is an honorific, you know, honorifics in this lifestyle are daddy, sir, master, mistress, what have you. That honorific should be earned. Now, like you said, there are plenty of people that come on FetLife, some 18-year-old guy who's been the lifestyle for like two weeks and then calls himself Master, you know, Long Dong Silver. And it's just like, you haven't earned that title of master. The masters I know have been in the lifestyle for many years, have earned that title. And that title is only referred to either as, oh, that's Master Boogie. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) Or the master between the master and the slave. Huh? I just thought ever hearing Master Boogie is probably one of the most awkward and funny sounding things that I've heard on this show. No, what was, actually what I'm trying to still wrap my brain around is someone, the, the, the king of objectifying women, a woman was objectifying Boogie. I think it's what great. What the hell universe are we in? I think that's great and funny. <laughs> but once again, the 18-year-old is more than welcome to come on FetLife and call themselves a master. But they're going to get that pushback from the people who have a different journey in their kink journey. So everyone's allowed to be what they are. My point and hope is that we can teach people to just disclose and try to be upfront about what you want. Because I don't I don't agree because I see so much negativity towards new people or people that are just here to get off or people you know, you're allowed to want what you want, but there's so many other avenues that validate that behavior that it's it's irresponsible, in my opinion, to come down hard on people. I mean, if someone's an asshole, they're an asshole. Fuck them. Come down hard. But if somebody comes in and it seems to be like ignorance or they don't know, coming down hard on them, it can be confusing because there are so many people in this lifestyle that are here for exactly what they're looking for. Yeah, I I will never come down hard on anyone who messages me. I mean, I make it a personal responsibility that anybody who sends me take the time to send me a message on FET, I I'll respond to them even if it's a thanks, no thanks. But I will take the same approach as you do where it'll be I'll give some information about look you may not have read my profile or you may, you know, here's some information. And then most of the time it's a block or a fuck you, whatever. But if you're going to sit there and get pissy at me, game on motherfucker, I'll get pissy right back. But if, if, if they want to not take that information and just be the fuck you, I want to play, please go have fun. There are people, you know, there are swinger parties. There are all kinds of other kink parties or whatever that are not BDSM related you will find your niche eventually. Go have fun. I'm not that person and you're not that person for them. I, I completely agree with that. And I think this has been uh, a lot of fun to talk about because I mean, we haven't really gotten into why. Uh, and, and that is like what I said when I responded is that when you put a lot of work into something and then – you put it out there as somebody who has put in the time and effort. You've put in a lot of time and effort. I've put in a lot of time and effort. Like you said, there's a lot of 
masters, dominance, uh, you know, mommies, daddies, all the whatever letters and honorifics that that do really try and they face a lot of pain and vulnerability and you have to be humble and look at your shit. Not everyone does this, but some of us try at least. And so when somebody just comes in and tries to just use your daddy or dominant energy or use your submissive energy, it can be, it can come off as making it feel cheap. Like my, there's no value to my work. It's just something you'll do with anyone. Oh, definitely. Um, the, I mean, the few relationships I've had where I, it's been a DS relationship and I've called my doms, sir, there's a specific point in my head where the first couple of times we have sex, or the first couple of times we've seen together, I may call them, sir, kind of forcefully to start putting that word in my mouth, but that feeling isn't there. That connection's being built, but to actually call somebody, sir, and actually mean it is a completely different feeling to me. And it's just, I may kid around with like Doc, for example, during a scene and, you know, he'll hit me some way and I'm like, excuse me, sir. And, you know, kind of yeah. bratting off to him, but I'm not an official submissive of his, but even Donis, when we kid around and we play it, you know, we're not in a, a DS relationship yet. We're working on that, but it's just that honorific, whatever it may be to me is personal between me and that person I'm in it with. And it's, that person has put in the work. That person has earned my trust. That person has earned my respect. And to give that respect back is when I give them that title and I feel comfortable associating that feeling with that title. That's wonderful. That's that's absolutely wonderful. I couldn't have said that any better. Um, and in the same way, when I look for a potential dynamic for myself, I want somebody that I know is working on themselves. And we've talked about this ad nauseum on the show. And we'll get to this in in, in the later little thing that we're going to do because it, it applies. I have a high standard when it comes to the relationships I seek now. And it's not so much even just about looks or whatever. It's It's really about that personality. Are you somebody that's on an adventure? Are you somebody that's on an adventure of learning about yourself? And are you willing to face your character defects because if you're not we're never going to real as a daddy i'm never really going to be able to encourage you anywhere other than play and so i won't take on a relationship with somebody because it's useless to me i mean in play i'll go to the club and we can role play for that hour that we signed into a room and that's fine but as far as taking you into my life and putting any time into you as a daddy, you have to have value in yourself and your own journey for you. Yeah. And you've done all the work and, and that even carries to outside of the lifestyle where you care for those people and you show the care that kind of, it floats in and out of vanilla and kink life. And it's just, you've done that work and there's a bond there. And you can't just throw that word around like, you know, it's like saying to somebody, I love you when you don't right. mean it. You can't just throw that word around because people's feelings get hurt. You know, things get misconstrued and it's just coming in full force and calling someone daddy is just to me, it's just, I, I can't, I can't have any respect for that. But at the same time, your kink's not my kink. You want to call somebody daddy for an hour? Go have Yeah, fun. or have multiple daddies or have multiple dominance or have multiple, you know, you're allowed to have whatever experience that you are seeking. It's just how you present yourself to people and be ready if you're new or if you're inexperienced in dealing with a lot of different types of kinky people. Understand that for a, a lot of us, it is a bigger journey than just a one hour role play or just some cute stuff to get you horny so you can masturbate online for those that did it, which I've done both and they're both fun. But the thing that I want in my life now is I want to 
have people in my life where that dynamic actually means a little bit more than just the role play. Yeah. And that I agree with you hundred percent on that. That's exactly what I want. And even years ago when I was, I've only had one daddy Dom and the internal struggle I had coming to accept not only number one, I have little tendencies, but number two, that I felt the feeling to call that guy daddy. That was a lot for me. And I understand Mm. for you to call one of your girls, baby girl or whatever term of affection you have. And for them to call you daddy, there has to be that mutual respect, that mutual feeling of, we know what there's, there's, value on that word and just throw throwing it around like that is just i'm glad you really responded to her the way you did and if she shut you down you know fuck you she missed (laughs) you know her time with the love god (laughs) well i appreciate your optimism and that's why i love you great topic you want a string on so path girl i guess it's just you and me for this whole show I have you all to myself. Oh, wait, that's scary. Never mind. This is it. We missed scheduling with some of the others. And uh, and so, but what I thought would be interesting, if you are a uh, member, a subscribing member to Perverted Podcast on Patreon.com slash Perverted Podcast, you get some free extra episodes. And that's uh, Path Girl and I just do that. I have a lot of them that I did with Kathy. And there's a whole library of them you can dig around for. Uh, and that's part of the perks of being a, a member of the uh, a Patreon, donating some cash. And, uh, and of course, I give you the show early and uh, blah, 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 blah. So, But one of the things that you and I started doing, just kind of a little teaser to what you get, is the shows that we usually do are sometimes a little off the beaten track. So it's not necessarily about stuff that's kinky. Sometimes we do stuff like we have these cards that we go off of. And we ask questions and we answer. So I said, well, why don't we just do a couple of these and give a little taste so the kids know where we go when we're on Patreon. Yes. So for everyone who doesn't know, I picked up a couple of decks of these cards that are called Questions for Humans. And Dr. John Deloney put them out as a wonderful communication tool. And there's different decks for families, teachers. Uh, So I picked this up the dating and the couples packs and you know i'll give my full disclaimer of we're in neither one of those nice <laughs> but uh yeah so we've been answering a couple of cards uh per half a pp episode and it's really gotten us into some really off the beaten track deep conversations that we normally wouldn't talk about on the sure. show i mean some of it's kink related sure. so we picked out two cards for tonight and one you started talking about in the previous segment um so the question is, what are you picky about? Huh? What aren't that they? isn't it? You want to go? Go ahead. You go. Yeah, go first. I was about to say, what aren't you picky about? I got stuff. <laughs> what do you mean? No, what are you talking about? I'm not. I'm not. I am like so not picky, like with food or with. I don't care about clothes. I don't care about cars. I don't care about jewelry. I don't care about travel or you know much about TV shows. Okay, I if you listen. If you watch anime in dubs, you should probably not be alive because that's not the way you listen to anime. So I am picky that you listen to only subs and not dubs. But other than that, I'm pretty flexible. Go ahead. Tell me something you're picky about. (laughs) Uh, I have a couple of things where um, Diet Coke over Diet Pepsi. Hands down, I will die on this hill. There are times like... (laughs) There is a specific taste of Diet Coke over Diet Pepsi. And it's just like there's times it's like the Diet Coke's not on sale. The Diet Pepsi is it's like, oh, but I want the Diet Coke. And just, yeah, so I just go ahead and buy the Diet Coke. Mm. Um, no. Uh, what? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No, do your thing, man. I'm just, I don't care as long as it's fizzy. I used to be a Diet Coke diehard fanatic. Like, literally, I almost got in a fist fight with a Pepsi truck driver once because he cut me off and I'm like, and he's like, he cut me off and then starts screaming at me and I'm like, fuck you, bitch. And he gets out and he's some fucking guy and he's screaming at me, fuck you, you motherfucker. And he cut me off. And so I'm like, oh, fuck you up, Pepsi boy. And I fucking get out of my car and he's little and he runs back to his car and peels off because I was going to kill the Pepsi guy. But 
Now I drink Diet Pepsi. I don't give a shit. I just like things that are fizzy that make my balls feel good. Okay, then. Um, one of the other weirdo picky things for me is orange juice. When I first buy it and I drink it, like the first time you open that container, I can drink it straight. But like from that point forward, like the next day, I got to add a little bit of water to it. I don't know. I'm a weirdo when it comes to that. It's just, I can't drink like day old orange juice without some water in it. That's, it's it's weird. It tastes funny to me. It, is it like that when you swallow cum? No. Because like you're hungry for it and like Donis hasn't been there in a while. And then you're like, he gets there and you're like, yeah, I just need the, I just need the whole fucking thing. And then he loads it and you're like, yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Now maybe next time you just, you know, jerk them off on your tits or something. Because you got that that initial grr. No, I'm orange juice. I'm specifically talking about like the next day. Like it seems like it gets thicker in the fridge. I wouldn't be taking down day old cum. That would just be gross. (laughs) Donis is thicker load. You're all maybe we ought to get you some pineapple juice. I've never had a I've never had a problem with his. I mean, there's been very few guys that have had really funky taste and spunk. I mean. I've never. I've, I guess I've been blessed funky, that way. Spunky, funky, spunky, funky, <laughs> spunky, spunky, coming out of the monkey. Oh, we got a song. I gotta write that down. <sighs> so, there's anything else? Anything else? Picky things? No, those are the two that were off the top of my head. What about you? Okay, well, I gotta, I gotta say, as long as you're, uh, you know, we're going on market products. Uh, I only use best foods mayonnaise when I masturbate. You, you use ma- mayonnaise when you ma- masturbate? What? It's the slickest for my dickest. Ow! Uh, I walked right Ow! into that one, boys and girls. No, I do use best foods, though, because I am picky about uh, I hate regular mayonnaise. You don't like helmets? But that's not... Uh, Hellman's? Hellman's. Hellman's is the shit, yo. Uh, we don't have that, dude. What is it like? Evil mayonnaise no, or something? Hellman's, Hellman's. That reminds me of fire. Fire reminds me of things that cook mayonnaise, making it hot and and salmonella. No, the, the 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 jingle was when I was growing up is bring out the Hellman's and bring out the best. Maybe it was a northern thing. I don't know. Oh my god, hell! That's the best foods jingle. They fuck. Oh, it's probably the same company. It's okay. just Hellman's on your side. Anyway, anyway, to get off of food and 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 trivial, petty. I don't masturbate with mayonnaise. By the way, I, I, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, olive oil. I'm a straight olive oil oh. guy. Um, it's good. It's good for my pickle. But uh, <laughs> I'm in a mood. Sorry, I'm looking at the mountains. It's beautiful. Oh. Um, it's funny because, like we had talked about in the previous section, I'm a fat homeless guy. But I am wildly picky about who I will invest my dick in. Like, I I don't care if even it doesn't matter if you're pretty. It doesn't matter if you're okay. If you're super, super hot, I may bend my rules a little bit. (laughs) But, but, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm not stupid, you know, but uh, but in general, it is true because I do that math that if you fuck it you own it and because it's kind of true in most cases in very most cases once you have i think they even did a study on it where or multiple studies on it that during intercourse as opposed to all the other types of foreplay and stuff like that but during intercourse certain hormones release in a woman that kind of bond you more to the guy it's not that way for everyone and some it's stronger and some it's weaker but it is kind of true like i've played around with a lot of women and we didn't have sex and it was very easy to kind of be like okay well we're done okay have a great day but after you fuck it's kind of like an investment like you're a dick if you just all of a sudden like not be into them after that yeah, that's that. So that's that I oxytocin, don't... that that cuddle Go. hormone. Yeah, I and mean, there are some people I've known over the years where it's just like, you know, wham bam. Okay, here's your cab fare, and it's like other guys are just like, wait, no, I need to cuddle, and just you know, 
<laughs> and you're all get away from me, you fucking weirdo. I'm the I'm. No, no, I'm the one that needs to cuddle. I mean, I've even with guys that I've had only like you know fucked them once or twice. It's just like, can we just cuddle for like two minutes? And then there's been other times I've known, even with me, where I've gotten into trouble where it's just like, let's just fuck, and then we start cuddling afterwards, and it's like, oh no, this is going places it doesn't need to go. Oh, <laughs> so you got to put up that wall because you don't want to get too attached. Yes, yeah, especially. Yeah, especially when I was a swinger, where it was just basically like, we're only going to be together for a little while. And it's just like, the cuddling is nice, but it's just like that cuddle hormone starts kicking in. And it's like, nope, 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 nope. We're not getting attached to this, this one. We're just having fun. So, so now, can you cuddle? I don't know if we talked about this, if it was you or someone else. But can you cuddle with people that you haven't had sex with and not get attached to them? Can I cuddle with people that I haven't had sex with? And not get attached to them? Yeah. Because is it about the cuddles or is um, it about the fucking and then the cuddles? It's the fucking and the cuddles. I mean, because there's, there's been people that I've cuddled. Like, there's been people that have come up to me at the dungeon and they're like, I need some aftercare. Can I cuddle you? And I'm like, sure. They're like, you're really cute. You know, can we just cuddle for like two minutes? Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, but for me, it's when, when the fucking starts and the cuddling or even if I get um, – spacey after a scene like i cuddle with doc after a scene there's been times we go into a a couch and he'll just sit there and cuddle me for a while and it's just like even though i don't have sex with doc there's just there's that bond of love that we have between each other that i really love him and we have an amazing relationship but there's there's just the cuddling kind of just kind of feeds into that so so. is it like a nesting feeling like i'm supposed to be here i'm stable here I want to do this again over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of feeds into it. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm just curious. I mean, cause I'm sure it's a little different for everyone, but I have definitely noticed that cause I don't attach like most people because, and you could call it defensive, a life of, you know, fight or flight, whatever it is. I, I don't fall in love anymore. I haven't in years. I I'm going to be honest. I was never like, goofy loopy in love with Mew I dedicated my life to her in love I acted loving I was attracted to her and I was loving but there was never a oh my god this is my one you know I never I don't have that anymore so it's it's kind of I'm very cautious to present that up front because I know other people those chemicals kick in and it's much harder for them to detach where I'm much easier to detach. Yeah, but for you it may either be, and you people, and other people like you, I've known plenty of other people where it's like either A, they don't have massive amounts of that chemical and that's not their fault, and B, yeah they have that chemical but they've had so much mental programming it overrides the chemical of I'm not going to get attached to this person, fuck you, and they shut it down. Or they cuddle a bit and it's just kind of like they set a limit of okay this is as far as i want to go sure i've always had that cuddle hormone and it's just it's gotten me into trouble where i start getting attached to people faster than they get attached to me and it's led to some awkward situations i mean even with me and donna's a couple of weeks down the road i'm ready to throw that l word out and he's like i'm getting there but i'm not there yet and i'm like okay i need to just oh so you that. said i love but, you but, and he kind of he's like hey i really think you're cool punched you in the arm he, squeezed he, your titty quick quick no 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 he he basically he he took a breath and he's like and and i know he's had a lot of past drama with his sure. ex-wife and he's like i really really like you and i know there's more there but i am not ready to bring that word out he's like i'm getting there believe me i'm getting there so it's just like yeah it was just like he wasn't ready to put that word like the same thing with the titles we said before he wasn't ready to put that word in his mouth and have it make a commitment where it's basically like i love you and this i really love you not just i'm throwing out a word because you want to hear it see i'm the exact believe it or not i'm the exact opposite i'll tell everyone i love you but i know that what i mean and so I'm always very upfront about when I say love and I say I love you, it means I'm willing to take action to show care for you. I'm willing to show you an action of love because I only I only want the action. 
you know, because I separate the two from sex and attraction and the action of love. I have a complete disconnect between those two things. So I'll say I love you to anyone because I believe that love, that action love, doesn't require that oxytocin and that goopy fucking insanity that always leads to jealousy and rage and fucking shitty relationships. Sorry, I just thought I'd throw that in extra. But um, but I think it's important. I think it's very nice for people to know that people love them uh, as long as we all know the difference in love. You know what I mean? So for some people, it's like when they say I love you, it's like an announcement, like a commitment, like a wedding ring uh, of this relationship. And I'm like, no, I just love you. I love you, Path Girl. I have no problem saying that. I love you. And and I probably would sodomize you and cuddle with you. <laughs> well, I, 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 like you said, there's different levels of love. I mean, when you and I get off the phone personally, it's always like, all right, I love you, Boogie, right, bye. Right. You know, it's just, I love you because you're an awesome friend. I love you for all the conversations we have, you know, all the other things we've talked about, you know, and actually gone deeper in our Patreon cast. Uh, but like you said, there's different levels of, I have a level of love for my friends because they're my friends. I have a level of love for you that's different than from Donis and from Doc and, you know, my family. They're all different levels. But like you said, it's it's that I say I love you because it's just I've invested time with you. You've invested time with me and we have a relationship now. now yeah, so. but even if we were having sex, I don't I don't have a problem saying I love you to someone like on the first date. Well, you know, which I have to explain. I wouldn't say I don't say it until we have that conversation because that you can't throw that out because that freaks them the fuck out. But. Oh yeah, yeah. that like what, when you said that my, like my every alarm went off my body weight. Wait, what? 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. I love you because I hey, you love you. It's uh, great. Uh, you know how you doing? So it's good. Be good. Happy. Happy. But yeah, you should uh, I mean, have a like, conversation about the difference between. The yeah, loves. I mean, like when I was a swinger, I may say to somebody, "I loved the time we had together," but I wouldn't say I love that person. It would be like, you know, yeah, that 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 though. That well, yeah, you've three never alarms. Even met him Ooh. before. You never even met him. I mean, that's got to be a pretty good See, fuck to the- be like, "I love you." <laughs> I was the weirdo swinger, and this is before everything came out with, like, demisexual, and I realized down the road I was demisexual, where it's like, I never went to a swinger party with my ex-husband and hooked up with a guy the first time I met him. I may need a guy to swinger party and be interested, and then we'll kind of talk between parties, and I would go to a second swinger party and then hook up with them or, you know, hook, you know, with the, uh, the four of us would all like, kind of hook up, whatever. But it's just like, I, I think there was only once or twice that like I actually went to a swinger party, met a guy that night, and fucked him that night. It's that was extremely rare. Well, you know, everyone has their level. Once again, talk first. <laughs> Try having a conversation first yeah. about what's yours, and you're allowed to be picky. And uh, and uh, that was a great topic. Yes. I, I think we should just hold it off there. But that was a lot of fun. <laughs> That is the end of show 376. Thank you for joining us. If you have questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover, please reach out to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or find us on TikTok or Instagram under the name Perverted Podcast. And on FetLife, there's both a group and a page. You can support us for free by hitting the like or subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to us on. It really does help get us promoted on podcast platforms and help other kinksters like you find us. If you'd like to do a little bit more to help us out, please go to patreon.com slash perverted podcast and sign up for our five bucks if you give a fuck level to get the show a few days early and a lot of uh, behind the scenes shenanigans, including our half pee show. And as always, love and smushy kisses to all of our patrons around the world. Your support means the world to us. It does. We love you. It's a fun time doing the show. Path Girl, this was a fun episode talked about i got blocked i'm all excited i caught lizards you got whipped in the ass it's a good day god damn it thank you guys so much for listening and here i have to because i get so insecure like i judge why i put even put music on but i have to so i did this song it's a total demo i would replace everything but i love the song i want you to hear it uh and uh we'll see you guys on the next show bye I can't be your flower Cause I have no roots Your love is a garden My-
I kill I can't live with the guilt I'll poison your soil Your flowers will wilt Dream of having you back 